from Viva Las Visionaries. Today's episode is Dealing with Loneliness During Isolation. I'm Brenda Cruz, a junior at UNLV and student intern at the Women's Research Institute of Nevada, or RIN, giving you a shot of sunshine and lighthearted leadership. COVID-19 caught us all off guard. I don't know about you, but this is my first global pandemic, and honestly, 0 out of 10 do not recommend it. You don't realize how important it is to wake up, get ready, and go somewhere until you no longer can. Initially, I thought social distancing would not really affect me. I live alone, and my social life before all of this really just consisted of the interactions I had with people from school or work, just in my daily life. I'm introverted in a homebody, and... Sometimes I'd feel lonely, but I was okay with the minimal socializing. I almost felt proud that I had coped through loneliness alone. I read a meme that was like, quarantine, this is my daily lifestyle. And I'm like, yeah, I live like this, people. Welcome to my world. But as the shutdown proceeded and people started wiping out the grocery stores, buying all the toilet paper, preparing themselves to be cooped up in their homes... That's when I began to feel uneasy. I realized this is different. Driving, going to work, walking to class, all of that gone. Quarantine had stripped away the structure of my entire schedule. I'd no longer see my classmates, professors, coworkers, my RIN team. It was going to be rougher than I originally thought and Maybe keeping to myself was not going to work this time. Before all of this, I'd simply try to drown out loneliness. I'd stare into my phone. I'd endlessly scroll through my feed, looking at memes, mostly recycled memes, or listen to music. But it was only a matter of time that would get old. With all the other worldly distractions of my daily life gone, I'd have to sit face to face with my inner self in the midst of isolation. With the help of friends, a combination of therapy and a little research, I learned a few things that helped me not only manage loneliness, but also move forward toward belonging and acceptance. Loneliness is more a feeling than a fact. You're actually not alone, but I learned that you must allow yourself to go inward and connect with the negative feelings, even if they're painful. Identifying the underlying thoughts behind the loneliness can really help you work through them with greater understanding and compassion for yourself. So try not to escape or resist it. Just allow yourself to feel the feels. Loneliness is just letting you know that it's time to socialize and create connections that make you feel safe, secure, and happy. You can connect in many different ways. You just have to find the ways that work for you. Whether that's journaling, creating an art project, making your bed, drinking water. (laughs) Getting up and taking action, any action, no matter how big or small, is essential. And sometimes, reaching out to others is just what you need. But if you're anything like me, this is no simple task. I've always been a very independent person, getting a job before any of my friends, being the first of my family to go to college, and now a young woman living on her own, 
Asking for help makes me uncomfortable and feel out of control. Help! I had to learn that asking for help is not a weakness. It actually requires a lot of strength. I had to let go of the shame and the fear of rejection I was holding onto so tightly, even before quarantine. Taking initiative to reach out to another human being can make you feel vulnerable and exposed, but showing up as you are and reaching out is necessary to form those genuine connections. And I know, connecting with people looks a little different right now, but it's not impossible. Thankfully, we have technology to smooth out the edges. I just can't believe it took a global pandemic for me to finally reach out to people I care about. I reached out to my mom, who I hadn't spoken to in months. I scheduled weekly Google Hangouts with my film squad. We've been trying to do projects for the longest. And FaceTime dates with my friend Carlene, who lives across the country. I messaged my classmates, too, and I asked if anyone else was struggling with the deathly and stabbing silence of their own thoughts. Not surprised they could relate. But what was surprising, though, and pretty cool is how allowing others to see you reaching out opens up a world of belonging, not just for you, but for them as well. A simple text or phone call, just to remind someone you're thinking of them or to check in can go a very long way. And remember, you're not alone and there are people willing to help and give you the support you need. So how about we redefine our focus of social distancing and view it as an act of solidarity but one we're doing together. Thanks to everyone who's helped me through this journey. Please feel free to reach out if this episode of the podcast has helped you. Let me know of things that worked or didn't work or other things I didn't list that you think could be helpful to me or others. Shout out to the resources that helped me. Please read them in the episode's description. And thank you to the Women's Research Institute of Nevada for letting me share my story. Tune in next time to Viva Las Visionaries every Monday and be sure to subscribe and share.